Welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Yo. And uh, each week, we have one main topic that we discuss in depth. And this week, it's going to be the premiere of season three of Twin Peaks, coming back after 25 long years. Before we get into all that, totally tell me about your week. Oh, me? Little old me? Okay. Well... I was going to not ask you, but I, no, I felt like... Hey, you don't have to ask you know me. What I was, it's totally fine. I, I, was mean, thinking, look, I don't need to talk about my week, even though it was awesome. I thought I'd just go out on a whim, on a limb, <laughs> on a whim limb, and just just throw it at you for once. Just, okay. to, just to change it up, just to switch up a little bit. I figured we'd talk about our week before we talk about the, the well, movie. thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, I went to L.A., uh, done. I mean, there's nothing really remarkable that I have to say about that trip other than it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really rough wild goose chase of a day today and I have to just vent to you for a right, little bit Right, yeah. It. You gave me a, a sneak preview, oh, but I'd like to hear the full. God, it was just horrendous. <laughs> I, oh, where do I begin? Okay, I At woke up this morning and realized that I left my guitar in Napa yesterday uh, and it was at the farthermost point of napa from where we lived before not being in i don't know it was calistoga uh-huh. so like still in wine country but like far far as fuck away from where i live and uh i had a gig today at 4 p.m so i had to like in sausalito so i had to drive i had a three hour extra situation on my plate today than i had expect expected oh oh no so i had to wake up at 11 and then i freaking resigned to just go over there get the guitar this is a family (laughs) podcast so i appreciate the freaking you're welcome go on Um, go the fuck on went over to the place to go pick it up but on my way i was packing up everything for my other uh, thing that i was playing at today and in the midst of loading all my gear into the trunk i freaking locked my (laughs) (laughs) i locked my motherfucking keys (laughs) there you go kids um i locked my keys (laughs) in the trunk and you know, normally I would be bummed as hell, but then I was like, oh, it's fine because I've got a spare key in mm-hmm. my bag, which was not in the trunk. So I go to like get my spare key and uh, try to unlock the trunk with that. And of course it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It only works on the rest of the car. So then I had to freaking call Toyota and they told me, oh yeah, it's fine. Just come on down. We'll try and open it. It should be fine. You know, we'll do it for you for like 10 bucks or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, so then I went down to the Toyota place. I mean, this is not that interesting, but it was just a horrendous <laughs> day for me. Basically, uh-huh, uh-huh. they told me that no. They anytime you gotta get something it. towed, or you know, or you gotta call AAA. I just like, don't like to call places or go places. Right. <laughs> I absolutely get it. You know, any yeah. day that I just leave my house, I'm like, this is this sucks. Yeah, it was definitely a bit of a bust fuck. <laughs> Go down the Toyota place in Oakland. They tell me, in fact, they cannot open the door. It was like a special door and they had to order the key and it wouldn't be ready by t- until tomorrow. And I was like, I need to get in there today because I need the gear today. Uh-huh. So this isn't going to work. So then I was like, OK, I'm just going to somehow go for it and not open my trunk. Maybe. But then I realized I was passing by Vallejo on the way to Napa. So maybe I could stop at the Toyota dealership there. Maybe they had the part. Mm-hmm. I call them up. They say, sure, come on down. We'll open your car in 10 minutes or less and, you know, it'll be fine. That's a good deal. Get over there. And then the guy looks at my car and he's like, oh, I don't know if we can do this. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm like, dude, I freaking explained the situation to you like very clearly and exactly what just happened to me at the other Toyota ship dealership mm-hmm. so as not to have the same scenario happen here. And he's like, yeah, I didn't get that. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, okay. So I try to just stay cool. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, the, the clock is ticking. Not just blow up, not just and scream. he's like, okay. I think I can do this. We have what's called the dummy key in the back. I just got to get a sign off from my manager. He's on the other line helping a customer right now. It should be five minutes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. So he goes away. He disappears. And I'm waiting for like another 25 minutes. Finally, he comes back. He's like, he's just getting off the line now. I just need to get a signature. I think this is going to work, but it might not work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so finally, the guy gets the permission slip from the dude. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to go do this for you right now. The guy disappears for another fucking 10 or 15 minutes. I'm like, where the hell did this motherfucker go? Like, he just said he was going to do it right now, and he was just gone. And so I'm just like, oh, "Oh my God. You just seem so broken. That was a breaking point. And then freaking, he finally comes after literally, I'm not even kidding, 15 minutes after he said he was going to do it right then and there. And like I said earlier to, to you today, Dominic, my day could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Could have been a lot worse. I mean, you had a Burma, Burma superstar uh, salad. I did. Know. But so the guy finally comes out. And then he uses the, the dummy key on the trunk and it opens. And I'm like, oh, today's not going to be that much worse anymore. <laughs> so I was like, but shoot, because I had to be at my gig or whatever in, uh-huh. an, hour, in an hour from then. But I still had to drive all the way to Napa, which was over an hour away. So I'm like, I'm going to be motherfucking late. And that's going to cost me. And Mm -hmm. so anyway, I jet over. I'm I'm like racing to get on the freeway. And then uh, Google gives me the wrong directions. And I end up in the middle of fucking nowhere in a hardcore serious like back road. It was like absolutely gorgeous. But it was just, oh, my God, it was fucking crazy. And then my gas light goes on. And actually, it had been on, and I didn't realize it was on. And I'm in the middle of motherfucking nowhere. And uh, I was just like, oh, my God. Please let me make it out of this without having to call AAA in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then I'm, like, driving the car, and and then things are going good. Relatively, I'm, like, speeding my way through these winding, like, two-lane roads. And then this fucking huge truck gets in front of me, and they're going, like, five miles an hour. And I'm like, please just pull the fuck over. <laughs> and there were multiple times for the, the, the truck to pull over, but opportunities, it did not take any of them. Finally, it turned off the road. I'm like, thank God. And then I somehow come to a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Not a gas station, of course, but a stoplight. Uh-huh. And then a freaking another car goes in front of me, and that car is going five miles a fucking hour. Mm-hmm. And that was just horrible. And then I'm, so I'm like stuck in the middle of nowhere, driving uphill with the gas tank continuously just going lower and lower. It was like below the E at this point. You know what you got to get? You got to get the Gas Buddy app. No, no, you're not even the guy. I deleted that shit because now Google Maps, you just put in gas and it'll show you the nearest gas station. Oh, I I tried that. that. Tried that, buddy. Didn't work. What do you mean? How did it not work? It was in the middle of nowhere. They didn't have. No, it was, (laughs) I wasn't getting reception. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> it doesn't all right. work if all you right. have no reception. Fair enough. So anyway, it's like it was around 15 miles like before any kind of civilization would be in sight. And 15 miles in a winding road, it's a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, like I said, it could have been a lot worse. Eventually, I did make it to the gas station. But the whole time driving there, I was freaking the fuck out. I was like stressed out. Yes. 
And uh, finally I get the gas and then I'm like, oh man, but now I'm an hour and a half late for this gig that I got to get at, you know, get, get over to. Uh-huh. And I still haven't picked up my guitar. Finally, I mean, long story short, I got the guitar. I made it back, but I, not without a lot more like twist turns, twists and shouts. <laughs> and it was just, I was just well, glad to so get here and finally order the damn Burma Superstar. Right. So like how, how was the coconut rice? Was it? I loved it. Yeah. Okay. And how was the, was the, the eggplant? Was the hay, was the eggplant okay or it was it was I the eggplant was okay, okay. no it was great I what am I right. talking I loved it right, right right yeah and I loved the tea leaf salad but uh-huh. this was all salad. like you mm-hmm. know I was telling Laura earlier too that these these uh, Burma superstar tea leaf salads which you can now find at Whole Foods and other participating stores such as Gus's and in, in uh, the Mission District in San Francisco on uh, Harrison Street mm. um, <clears throat> sells these uh, delicious salads but you say they're by the dozen key concept ingredients such as they are they are they do not include uh, may not include such things as the <laughs> jalapeno, jalapeno um, and diced tomato. They just got some diced. Plain, they got some plain old, just boring ass tomatoes. I don't like that oh, shit. Wait, it has I toss whole them. tomatoes in it. Whole tomatoes, yeah. Oh yeah, whole tomatoes. I toss them. It's not a good. Letter. I throw them straight in the trash. Yeah, I would too. Well, they're just not good. They're not even good tomatoes. Oh, if they're good tomatoes, I'd be into it. Yeah, I hear but that. Not. I hear Regardless, that. still a pretty good salad. Uh huh. But still, nothing yeah. compares to the OG to original tea leaf salad <laughs> fresh no. fresh from the bakery fresh off the boat mm-hmm. <laughs> fresh <laughs> off the boat yeah that's right um that's how they do it um, what have i been doing this week i'm so glad you asked no wait, i wasn't asking yet <laughs> oh just to conclude <laughs> the last thing to clarify we uh-huh. we ordered burma superstar oh, oh, i finally yeah. got over to dominic's that? house to do this podcast with him tonight at 9 p.m mm-hmm. after the long day I don't know if you said it, but we got Burma Superstar. Yeah. It was the highlight of my day. It's delicious. And here we are today. Mm-hmm. Here we are. And we watched Twin Peaks, but I don't know if that's a highlight yet. Oh. We'll talk about it soon. We'll talk been. about it soon. <laughs> could have been. Could have been a highlight. All right. Now, <laughs> tell me. How was your day? Oh. How was your week? Oh, oh the whole week? How's wow. Your life? Just like that? Wow. Uh, it's good. It's good. Um, basically, this week... Uh, you know, this somewhat ties in with Twin Peaks, but I started Twin Peaks on Sunday, mm-hmm. watched the first two episodes. Um, and then after that, I just kind of got on this whole David Lynch wormhole kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I tend to do if I like watch something that I am very intrigued by. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just watched like, <laughs> I feel like all my free time this week has been spent just watching David Lynch interviews. And like I watched um, mm. this new documentary that came out recently uh, that just came out on video on demand. If you're interested in watching it, I think it's on iTunes. Um, that's how you can download it. And what is it? Uh, it's called David Lynch, the art life. It's a documentary. Um, this filmmaker basically just like uh, was a huge fan of David Lynch mm-hmm. and a friend of his somehow had a direct connection with him. Mm-hmm. And he basically just asked his friend, he was like, hey, uh, could you just ask David next time you see him if uh, he would want a documentary made about him? (laughs) And his friend was like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, Uh, I have a friend who had a direct connection to him. I know you do. I can't say who, can't say what, but I do know someone. Oh, we we can't say who? Well, I could say that I know that same person. Yes, you do. And I have talked with this person at length about... You didn't just talk to that person. You stalked that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I wish I could have so that I could have then vicariously yeah, stalked David real. Lynch That's and right. gotten even more firsthand details. Been. But alas, it was all secondhand knowledge that I secondhand. obtained from this person. Yeah, but I mean, pretty crazy though. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy situation. I wish yeah. I was in that situation. I'll tell you what. Yeah, you but do. 
outside the vague details. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, this guy, his friend asked David Lynch if uh, someone could make a documentary about him. And he was just like, uh, yeah. He was like, like, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Mm, No. No, yes. Mm, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so he just was able to make this entire documentary about him. Wow. Uh, That's crazy. And and it was like, I guess it's just one of those things where no one really just asked him. No one just like. No one assumes that he'll say yes. Yeah, everyone just assumes that he'd say no because like he's so cagey in interviews. You know, think about Foxtails Brigade. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Like there's stuff that happens, and then they don't <laughs> ask us to do it because they just think like, oh, they're too big. They're too. They're but just, I'm like here to say, no, we're not. <laughs> here, here we are on this podcast. We'll do let it, you know. Maybe. <laughs> Email us. You got something? Yeah, Email. hit my shit up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> do you want to documentary about Laura? Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. Yes. Do you want me to play some event for twenty two two grand? Maybe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll do it. <laughs> it yeah. We can make it work. <laughs> we'll we'll squeeze and it in. And that's definitely a low ball. We'll, we'll squeeze it out. <laughs> Anyways, so this <laughs> David Lynch thing, um, it was great. the The documentary was great. Actually, I think you, I think you would also really like it. It basically focuses mostly on hit well it's all an interview basically it's the audio is just all him talking um about his childhood uh and they just intersperse tons of like old footage of him old pictures of his like mom does it go to his house um you see like pictures of his house but Mm. uh i don't know if there's any live action well there's video of him being interviewed well i mean you don't actually see him talking you well, see him like bullshit. smoking a cigarette while he's talk while he would be talking. Oh, it's like his voiceover and then right. a picture and, and like he's, like some smoking image. cigarettes. Okay. And also, also he's like in his studio a lot at his house. Yeah. It's kind of just him like around his house. Yeah. When you're seeing the live action stuff that like right. the, the modern day footage is basically just him around his house just like yeah. working on a painting or like playing with his daughter or uh-huh. gardening or you know, just like random yeah. just things around the house. Yeah. He's like kind of slowly constructing this one painting and you're seeing various stages of the painting. Oh, that's that's cool. kinda also something that's happening. Was the painting it's really cool? cool. Yeah, okay. really cool, really cool stuff. Like oh man, I mean, yeah, he's also just an incredible just visual artist, uh, outside of yeah, outside of his uh, and visual um uh, f- uh filmmaking stuff. Sure. But anyways documentary was super interesting to me it kind of like goes through his whole history as like a kid and uh just like these what these was his strange... can you briefly summarize his history as a kid was it, it disturbing seems like it, was it well, uplifting yeah well was it, it seems it like sexual <laughs> kind of all those things really yeah um i mean it, it seems like you could certainly draw some you know oh okay maybe that's where this came from in a way but i think the dude's just like a strange man you know i think he's just always been that's to me his a next strange movie a strange man, man. a strange man the yeah film by right. david lynchin <laughs> lynchin Wait, stuff what wh- how was it disturbing uh well so he says some stories that are very dark about his childhood like one that just comes to mind real quick mm-hmm. is like i guess when he was a very young child he remembers and actually just listening to listening to him tell stories is actually just really fascinating he's a great storyteller mm-hmm. even in just an audio way I've um heard that. yeah just like the way he talks is like compelling mm-hmm. so besides that anyways which means that me retelling the story won't be as awesome as hearing him Let's say it but regardless content. uh he's he was like when he was a little kid i guess he was playing in his front yard or something with a friend of his and you know it was like getting late and he was he expected his dad was gonna be coming out any moment to like say you know it's time to come in it's like time to time 
to go to bed or whatever, dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says they're just playing out front in this yard. And then all of a sudden, this woman, like, crawls out of the grass oh across the street. Mm-hmm. And is naked Whoa. and is bleeding from the mouth. Oh, shit. And, like runs over to them wow um oh and God. like his friend freaked out and like ran away or Wait, something this is crazy because this story is exactly what i asked it's uplifting <laughs> yeah. it's disturbing and sexual because she's know, naked that's what i'm saying i know wow yeah. and this is one of many st- uh, anyways and he's basically he says that he's kind of like he wanted to help her i mean he's very young at the time so he says he can't remember too much but he remembers like wanting to try and find a way to help her but he was wow. like but i was a kid and i couldn't do anything for her mm-hmm. and he says he doesn't really remember what what like transpired after that oh really. that's crazy that reminds but me but he of remembers that. that image of this woman crawling out like yeah. very distinctly but this was just like one incidental yeah. happening yeah. in his childhood but, but like he wasn't raised in was he raised well, so in a sexually like was, disturbing and uplifting no, way no no <laughs> <Or laughs> he seemed like he actually had like a pretty uh, mellow childhood like his parents were you know fairly supportive of him doing his thing and it seemed i got the sense that oh go ahead sorry very briefly just interrupting you this kind of relates to the story that you just told a brief little uh uh, sort of summary of what happened to somebody i know very close Mm -hmm. to me and my family right driving down the hill from my house on their way to a movie Uh uh-huh a woman david lynch movie possibly uh, on the way to the film a woman like jumps out um, from behind a door, I guess, like in the middle of the street, covered in blood, screaming, oh help me. Jesus. With a frying pan in her hand. <laughs> what? And. Is this in LA? Not gonna, yes. And okay. this was like not far from where we grew up. Wow. Like in, the, in that area. And uh, not going to say who, but <laughs> a person I know, <laughs> reaction was. I'm sorry. We got to go. <laughs> and oh even though they were like obviously a little disturbed by it and kind of concerned, just they didn't want to miss the beginning of the movie. How <laughs> 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 fucked up is that? That was the reason they had to I go. Mean, ultimately, yeah. <laughs> and to this day, who what happened? We all wonder you know, what whatever happened? did happen. To the lady and I think with the, the oh, she band. was saying, "Help me. He's going to kill me." Holy shit, what? Mm-hmm. Well, that changes things. Well, I don't know if she said he's going to kill me, but she might have. <laughs> she may have said <laughs> said sane. <laughs> but uh, sorry. All right. Next. What are you talking about? Keep going. <laughs> sorry, uh, anyways, so yeah, I just kind of, I don't know. I just took, basically, this this week has been a deep dive into oh. David Lynch because I've just been kind of re-obsessed with who he is as a person and just mm-hmm. kind of like, the just his thoughts about art and filmmaking and uh i just find it just all super interesting i just i just like really deeply connect with how he um because also besides that movie i also watch just tons of uh interviews Mm -hmm. with him Mm -hmm. and i just really appreciate what he or what he doesn't have to say about his movies actually Mm -hmm. uh just like the sense of understatedness well yeah i mean i i think he makes some really good points about filmmaking like there's what's the purpose in um in you know uh, in in artist translating their literal thoughts from words into the abstract language that is film and then then trying to put it in someone else watching that and then that person just 
coming right back as a, like a full triangle thing to the original Creator. artist mm-hmm. and saying like now tell what me words it about it you know i know that it's is the like, it's a timeless concept right. really like but i, just I like think the way all he artists puts it feel, and, yeah and and i think and i think and maybe a lot of artists say this but i think he really sticks to that because he yeah. really doesn't say anything uh-huh. like of i like that of, spe- of specific things about his work other than just like broad strokes right. or maybe what inspired it sometimes he'll say what inspired it but he won't say what it it's is definitely an easy out though because whenever i think out. like oh what if somebody asked me what this is about i'm like i don't fucking know <laughs> yeah God, don't yeah. ask it's like he probably doesn't know <laughs> well, you know what i, I mean think, in a way i think it's a i think it's probably a bit of a, a little probably bit, a bit of both yeah yeah because but it's like it's true though because sometimes it definitely puts a person on the spot to have to explain something right that's like not something that you did try to explain in regular words in the first place right because if you could have done that then why not just do that Mm -hmm. or something no totally but yeah i will say also that like with response to his response to people asking him what shit is about joanna newsom has commented on that before too and she says something to the extent of if i could explain this in a few words then i should have just done that in the first place right i yeah she said yeah you're right that's she said the exact have you heard that interview yeah. Well, I may have not heard that interview, but I know she said that at the um, interview that, that I went to at City Arts. Yeah. In, here in San Francisco oh, you, about oh, really? a year oh, ago wow. or so. Okay. So she's said it more than she's once. She's definitely said it more than once. Because yeah. I remember her specifically saying that. And I remember like seeing You her know, say I that. like that answer. It's a good one. I know, it's good. It's use good. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta um, use it. Wait, did I tell you about these kids I substitute taught once who, when they had to go to the bathroom, their way of asking to go to the bathroom, and this was a trained thing. They had to raise their hand yeah. and say, "Teacher, I gotta use it." <laughs> I think you did tell me that. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah, and then yeah, the other thing too was if they had to be quiet, they would just hold up a peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I did that. I think that's a thing. You nerd. No, that's a that's a thing. Wait, that is so that, funny. Well, that's what you do. I, no, you're not it was a nerd. Like, you're so cool. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. So. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the deep dive that I took into David uh, Lynch's personal life. Yeah. Um, Other stuff in the week. I basically, it's just been that and editing. <laughs> uh-huh. I have been uh, kind of just uh, just deeply, deeply editing the music video that I shot a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and just today, I kind of got to like a, a good first cut place and so i'm cool. definitely excited are about you uh, showing, now i'm gonna take a little are, bit of a break okay but you're are you still not in a stage where you're showing it to the band uh i told them today that uh, we should set up a meeting to show them mm-hmm. so it is ready for me to show the band and then mm-hmm. thus take it to the next level and then yeah, thus eventually level. color correction and Love then it. the end very intense but, uh, very intimate it's very old <laughs> so yeah, like sometimes you gotta step up the relationship you're getting very intimate Oh yeah, you got to get Color in there. Color correcting stage is like the intimacy phase. Oh yeah, I mean you are you are really manipulating. You're basically like gently placing each other's hands on each other's pubic mm-hmm. hairs. Right. I mean you're very like, gently. You you are you are examining each and every color of the, the entire <laughs> picture here and <laughs> really getting in there and getting in there. Yeah. Really getting in there and you're adjusting and slapping against each other's thighs. Basically. Uh huh. So there we go. That's good. I like right, that. Right, I, like right. color. I like color correction. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I think what we. Else? 
I think, well, that's pretty much it. I think we should just get right into it. Yeah. I okay, think we should let's uh, dive in. Get, let's just get right into the main topic because I'll tell you this much. I got a lot to say about Twin Peaks. So I think it's, uh, All right, well, I hey, think it's about time. Why don't you go first? Uh, well, just to briefly um, introduce it a little bit. Sure. For those who don't know, though, I don't know why you wouldn't be, I don't know why you would listen to this episode, but uh, but hey, you know, that's I don't fine. Know why you it's your prerogative. General. It's. Your it's your life. It's your prerogative. Um, Twin Peaks is a show that was on in the very early nineties, I think ninety and ninety one. Um, directed in part by David Lynch, though I'll get to that very in a small second. Part actually. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll get to it right now. Basically, uh, David Lynch actually only directed about six, seven, maybe eight episodes of the original oh, that series. Many? Oh, I thought uh, it was like only three or four. I think it's like six to seven episodes. I should check the exact number. But basically, not that many. I mean, there's about 30 episodes in the original run. I know. I've seen every one of them, but not in like 15 years. But go ahead. Right. Uh-huh. Just uh, this year, or actually a couple years ago, they announced that Twin Peaks would be returning. And David Lynch, uh, for this new series, is actually taking a much larger role in things, um, as is Mark Frost, the other kind of creative uh, creator of this. Um, so for the new series, all 18 episodes, which are all on Showtime, are written by uh, Mark Frost and David Lynch, and the, every single episode is directed by David Lynch. Um, so it's going to be 18 episodes, 18 hours of new David Lynch material, which to me is kind of the first thing about this that is completely nuts, because David Lynch has not directed anything in almost 10 years now. Um, and even if you were to add up all of his directorial output, I feel like it would still would be roughly in the 18 hour mark. So this yeah. basically this year we're getting like half of his <laughs> directorial output. It's kind of crazy. Um, but anyways, right. so Twin Peaks just premiered, uh, this week and what we're going to be discussing on this podcast is the, we've, we've seen the first three episodes, um, or that's the equivalent of the first three hours of this series. So if you are like worried about spoilers or anything, uh, we're still going to talk briefly about what we just think first impressions. But when we get into spoilers, we'll be talking about the first three episodes slash three hours. Um, but yeah, so I think, uh, yeah. What did you, what did you think? Or, or you want me to, you would just want me to, what are you uh, looking at? Sorry. I wanted to fact check really quick and see just how many episodes oh, did, David Lynch did, did direct of seasons one to two. It's six. Six. Yeah. So you were right. There you go. Six episodes. Yeah. But still n- not that much. There's 30 episodes. So really. Basically like the first and last episodes of, of each most season. seasons. Yeah, well, yeah. well, there's only, wait, it was two seasons prior to this. And he w- he like full on kind of left the show creatively entirely halfway through the second season. Cause yeah. Yeah. And it's he, so obvious. Right. I mean, like I mean, the, the tone it, like yeah. greatly shifts. Actually, let's just... start there. Let's start with um, how much of the original two seasons did you see and what were your, what were not like, what, what were your thoughts on it before even watching this? Like, Okay. Yeah. Well, it was at a time in my life when I was finding myself. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I, I, my original viewing of the show was to watch the entire series straight through. A box set. I had a box set of it. So wow. I basically at a time, I was at so a time binged. when I was very isolated and didn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. And all I did was read fairy tales and watch movies. And that during that phase, I took the box set and I locked myself in my room for like basically a week and a half straight. And I just only watched that show wow. episodes back to back. 
but it's been a really long time right, right, <laughs> since right, that right. happened. And so I kind of, I was excited about this, but I wasn't like as anticipatory of it just because I couldn't, you know, I don't really remember a lot mm-hmm. of what happened in seasons one and two. Right. And I did see Fire Walk With Me. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. But oh, I, man, you're not a truly Dave Lynch fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have seen like most of, or actually, why don't you finish up with what you... Yeah, and that movie is definitely worth seeing. I mean, it's it's yeah. really scary and yeah. really dark. Yeah, I, I would love to see it. But I, again, I it's see been it years, right. <laughs> like probably over 10 years since I've seen that or the episodes, sorry, seasons one and two. Right. And then what, What? Uh, just briefly, what, where are you at with David Lynch too? Like, are, are Oh, you... well, I'm a fan. Right, okay. I, I'm, I haven't seen every single thing that he's put out, but I've seen a good amount and I've always thought it was like uh-huh. cool and weird. Um. But, oh, and not to mention, I've seen, like, quite a, a handful of the original actors from Twin Peaks in person at oh. random times. Oh, wow. Wow. Show the off The first over of here. whom being Dale Cooper, Kyle MacLachlan. Oh, saw shit. Saw him at a Mrs. Gooch's, actually. This is for the hardcore fans. What's a Miss Gooch? Mrs. Gooch's was what Whole Foods is now. <laughs> no. So oh, okay. Whole Foods was Mrs. Gooch's before it became Whole Foods. And Didn't it was know way it. more old school. Didn't know and it. And he was there and we talked and we talked about Twin Peaks. Did you? And we asked him some questions and I forgot what I asked him, but his answer was, I don't really know. <laughs> and he's like, you know Sounds what? Right. He's Sounds like, I don't right. think David knows either. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I believe that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember he was wearing like a utility belt <laughs> and like, very high cut, um, like khaki sort of army shorts. (laughs) And, uh, I've also met Sherilyn Fenn. Mm -hmm. I delivered food to her her once and Cheryl Lee, who plays Laura Palmer, delivered food to her as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, none of them really know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) I've heard that from a lot of his actors and actresses. Yeah. I don't think that he like gives a very in-depth explanation because I, I do believe that he's kind of going off on these kind of um, intuitive tangents Working and on like his he's kind of letting, subconscious in a way. Yeah, he's kind of like letting that guide him and not questioning it. Yeah, until absolutely. maybe afterwards. And, and he's actually said as much as that as just as far as right. like that he does what I mean. Uh, I watched a lot of interviews this week, and he was yeah. talking about how he will like see something and he just trusts that that's how it needs to be. Right. Just because that's the way he saw it. You sure. Know? And that, and I think I might have heard him say that in an interview before right, too, yeah. but, um, but I feel like now with regard to this season, it's like David Lynch overload. Like, I mean, in the sense of it being so intensely like abstract and kind of random and intense in general, like it's kind of just like throwing these huge cannons of like weird subconscious material at you all at once whereas in the seasons one and two it was like you would get those those like cannonballs of craziness Mm -hmm. not so frequently but when they happened it was like really intense and it really made you think and made you kind of um feel even more i guess pulled into that world Mm. because it was more subtle you know what i mean and um and now it's just feeling like i'm not gonna give any spoilers but for me I'm, i'm not sure how i feel about it right now Okay, interesting. Well, but actually, before we get too deep into discussing the season, I also want to just like give a brief as to where I was at with Twin Peaks. Yeah. So Sorry, I, I had seen. I was going to ask you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, uh, no I, but actually, that's a really good point about season three. But I just want to preface mm-hmm. things before I get there. Um, basically, I'm a huge David Lynch fan. I 
absolutely love his work. I I (laughs) consider him to be uh, one of the great directors of all time. And Mm -hmm. to me, he's like a huge influence. And I just, I I love him. Wait, Uh, who do you like more, him or Quentin Tarantino? Well, that's (laughs) an interesting question because I like them for very different reasons. But Mm -hmm. I think it's, yeah, it's very different because I think Tarantino is a master at, He's a craftsman. Yeah, they're just, they're so good at what they individually do. Yeah. It's actually kind of hard to say because I like them for such different reasons. Hmm. Um, okay, sorry. But anyways, uh, so I have seen uh, all of, well, actually, I haven't seen all of the original Twin Peaks, which oh, is shit. a bit of a bombshell <laughs> I'm about to drop <laughs> That is definitely a bit of a butt fuck. I know, uh, but I've seen uh, all the first season, <laughs> most of the second season, and then I just got so bored by it. I yeah. actually... Oh, yeah. I wow. actually, even as a whole, I think Twin Peaks season one and two is a bit overrated. Um, I find I find it to be kind of boring at times. Well, as did I, but yeah. I still got through it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, it I, definitely becomes a bit of a soap opera. Like, once you basically find out opera. who the killer is, it became very uh, boring to me. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and even before that, there was just a lot of just drama that was happening around the town like just all these characters. Yeah, that, yeah. That's there's just the some characters that I element. did not. Yeah, the soap opera element I did not care about at all. Basically, uh, so I had seen season and a half, and then I I actually watched like summary videos. So I watched those, and I did watch the entirety of the finale of of season two. Oh yeah, because it was right. I, w- I feel like I need to watch that too. Uh wow. yeah. So that's pretty much the the my personal history of it. And again, I will reiterate that I actually think the original series was fairly overrated, and I think that. I think people remember it maybe more fondly, more fondly yeah. than it actually is. Um, because I think a lot of what people remember is the David Lynch directed episodes right. that were truly magnificent. I think they're actually incredible. Uh, the moments that he creates in those original mm-hmm. series are super memorable. They are truly fantastic and clearly a level above most of TV at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's actually remarkable that some of that like got aired in a way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so for that reason, I think it's, um, I think it's, you know, wait, then why, why were you, were you that excited about this? Yes, I was this Just excited because about David Lynch, because David Lynch was taking a much larger role mm-hmm. and that is great news to me. And I was excited at the hope that this would be David Lynch unhinged in a way like yeah. that he was going to, uh, my hope going into this was that it was going to be even crazier than the original was. And that there would be no restrictions because he'd be on Showtime and he could really just do whatever the fuck he wanted. It definitely. And actually, I will say, as my first impression of this, is it actually exceeded my expectations. Wow, okay. Um, Hmm. Not only was I so excited to to watch this, Mm -hmm. um, and like I guess what I'm saying is not only did did it live up to the hope that he would kind of go full-blown lynch <laughs> but he actually went further than i thought he was going to mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. as far as um well actually i think they're i think this is strangely the most accessible he's been and also the weirdest he's been at the same accessible. time accessible i think it's like fairly accessible considering no. some of the other shit in his catalog hell no i mean it's none of it's accessible yes in it, the i mean lynch well you know, okay but like movies like mulholland drive and lost Highway. not accessible Oh, I think that Mulholland Drive is much more accessible. I think Blue Velvet is more accessible. I think Blue Velvet, think, yeah, is more accessible. But, but also, it's like this is just not. fully blown. I mean, 
even those well, Hole films, in Drive is a trip. No, yeah, it's really, I mean, that was one of his strongest pieces for me. But Absolutely. The thing is, is but I'm that, saying it's like a, it's not accessible. Like, I mean. you could argue that he was unhinged in the making of those films as well, but he didn't seem to be as, like, balls out as he's going with this show. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was still some, like, I think, holding back. <laughs> you know, I mean, not in a bad way, but uh-huh. in a, in a restraint. It's right. like he's restraining from an excessive amount of just like abstract kind of uh-huh. uh, intuition, right? And that's cool because I think in order to really you know respect that, you have to have some contrast mm-hmm. and some kind of like um, tie back into some plane of reality mm-hmm. where you're like. I guess I'm realizing as I'm watching this that I do feel like I need some element of linear mm-hmm. um, direction mm-hmm. to be fully engaged. Well, do you not? Uh, well, but I, guess it's, I respect it as an art piece, though, because it's obviously like I don't think you. But you can, don't. You don't can see the linear sense. thing that's happening, though. Well, I do kind of, but it's like it's just barely there for me at this point. You I know? don't know. I mean, to me, this has far more of a straightforward, at least through line than something like Mulholland Drive that really just kind of goes the fuck off for the last half. Mm, I don't know. I mean, well, we can talk about this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why don't we just say that we're going to start getting into some spoilers because okay. I do think this is a good time to be discussing All right. the details of what Twin Peaks is. So line, basically, Dale Cooper. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So, you know, if you, if you, if you have All not right. seen up to episode three, we're going to discuss up to episode three. Uh, so, yes. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Cut you off. So... Oh, let me try to distinguish yes. what I think the through line is. I don't know if I know the through line. I know that Matthew Lillard of the Scream conglomeration. <laughs> Scream, that's what he's uh, from. Who I did have a crush on at a time. Did you? <laughs> well, during the Scream era, yeah. Actually, but I will holy kind of shit, agree. I am not into it anymore. No, let me tell you that. no, 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 uh, no. Good Lord, yeah, no. Jeez, no, 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 no. what does that mean? <laughs> Um, you don't. I mean, like, it's crazy how people do change, don't they? Oh, he's changed. He was just fun-loving, like, little tongue twerp. sticker outer he's kind of twerp. skater punk. Yeah. Um, oh, he was also in a movie called SLC Punks. Come to think of it. Oh, and, uh, SLC. Oh my God, that's so crazy because I knew that, like, I recognized him from some major shit. Yeah. And both those movies were like big time movies for me. Well, they weren't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, what? Be that as it may, it's like now. Right. What's? I don't know. Even. I don't have the words. Right. Well, speaking <laughs> but, of not having the words, what is the through line? Okay. For this? Yeah. So let me get, get in to your that. in your. So words. there's certain things happening. Like he's in jail, and we know that somebody uh, that he was connected to was murdered. His wife is having an well, affair. and he clearly murdered. I don't think he clearly murdered. Well, they found he, his fingerprints everywhere, and yeah, he said but that he had a dream that he murdered. That I know, woman. but maybe he did have a dream, and maybe it wasn't him, and maybe he's being framed, or maybe there's some fucking dark shit going on. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. It's not totally clear. I mean, okay. I guess that summarizes Dale the whole Cooper, thing. his doppelganger is in the real world. Dale was in the Red Room mm-hmm. world, right? The Black but Lodge. But now, yeah, in the Black Lodge, and now I'm really confused as to who is who and where they are. Kind of really. Well, I know that basically they switched back. So yeah. like his doppelganger got sucked back into the red into. No, no, no. Doppelganger, I think, is dead in that car. Is dead? Well, at well, least he's for in now. the black lodge. No, that was the black lodge's way of pulling him back in. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. But what is it all about? I don't know what it means. And what's Dale Cooper all about now? Like what's become of his to, mind? Well, like he's, he's out away. of it. He's been away for 25 years, stuck in the black lodge. Yeah. Here's here's my interpretation. But it's just kind of kinda like plot. why, what, who, when, where, and how. 
here's that for me. Okay. <laughs> I think Dale Cooper, it's been 25 years. He's coming back into the real world. And, you know, the plot is moving very slowly, the main plot. But he is now, after episode three, back in the real world. And it seems like kind of learning what it is to be alive again. And, like, learning phrases and words in this most recent episode. Okay, that we just I guess watched. that all makes sense. And, but then, yeah. And so I assume now he's reaching out to uh, Agent... Uh, the the FBI director who right. played by David Lynch, mm-hmm. uh, which is his superior, and uh, that's obviously a shock because no one's heard from him in twenty five years. So I think shit's about to start going down. Okay. Like I think I guess now I risk- they're getting back yeah. into they're getting back into this mystery or something. You know, I assume that probably these strange murders that have been happening are going to start to be investigated by Dale. Yeah, and it's going to have something to do with like this disturbance. Dale. What you think Dale's going to be the one to investigate shit? He just freaking won the lottery. He can, <laughs> can oh, sorry, is that huh? too much of a spoiler? No, we're spoilers. Now. Okay, it's yeah. all spoilers. He just like won three times the lottery. Yeah, the but jackpot. He, he doesn't he, need to work, <laughs> but he didn't take any of the money. No, he didn't. I mean, he's no, like totally out. But of like, it. he's totally out of it. Is my point. Right. And yet, he does seem to possess these special powers. Um, like he was able to win the lottery three times. Well, he's having visions. Or that's he's still, not the lottery, but you know, he's jackpot. being guided by these visions of the Black Lodge. So now he has like a special open consciousness of some kind. I think he's just able to communicate with that other end of things now. And I guess yeah, but it's oh, that's also, how I interpret it. All right, I guess it was showing him where he could win the lottery, basically, or he where he could win. You know, it was like guiding him to the next one. Right. It was like yeah, showing I know him the that. Way. I know, I know, but like, right. is why? Why? I don't fucking know, Laura. And why is <laughs> Ask Lynch. I know, but and he'll say, just like, why was he know. why was he in the no. Black Lodge? What was it all about? What were all these crazy ass scenes about? Like he was just hanging out there and all these things happen and it's just like at a certain point I'm like, This I don't know if this means anything anymore. I don't know if it ever did. <sighs> I don't and know if I it ever did either, like but I don't That's care. why I started losing I mean, here's the thing. I can respect an experience without a plot. Uh huh. I can, uh-huh. and I I understand. That was one of the things I liked about David Lynch, but I think with regard to this season, it's just like a little too much for me. It's oh, not that man. I think it's like it's not that I want it to be censored or anything like that, or that I think it's you know obscene or whatever. It's more just like it's kind of like abstract overkill. But you know what? It's I, also I'm glad that you feel this way because yeah. I was kind of actually hoping that you would so that we could have yeah. a good discussion here. Uh, but I also, in a way, was hoping that you wouldn't see it that way because like as I watched the episodes, yeah. I was like, I, want, I, I could <clears throat> see how someone could watch these episodes and think that it's like overkill or too much or too abstract or not enough plot or, you know, uh, there's some other things I want to talk about. It just like it lost that edge a little bit, you know, like but actually, in totally those disagree. original in those original um, like episodes of seasons one and two that really stood out to me. There is a real like energy that I feel like is captured. You know, it's that thing, that intangible thing that happens in really good filmmaking, you know, mm-hmm. when there's a vibe. Whereas no. now I feel like there are these visually <laughs> kind of crazy things happening. Mm-hmm. And in theory, they should be vibey, but they don't seem to have that kind of like intensity that they had for me before because it's kind of just like a little bit doing too much. And also some of the like there are certain scenes that were awesome to me that really did have a vibe in this season. For example, that yeah, weird I mean, like black all black figure in the jail cell with the white eyes or whatever and it just like disappears and it's just sitting there. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. That was vibey as hell. It was freaky as fuck. Yeah, that was freaky. 
And I mean, what, what, I mean, what what about? I mean, I gotta throw some shit at you right now because go I gotta know what you think of these scenes. If you if you're yeah. not feeling it, like what about the scene with the couple watching the box and the thing like slowly emerges and then it comes out, bursts out and fucking that, like oh when they're having sex. Yeah, that was scary. Scary as fuck. It was scary, but it didn't scare me that much for some. Reason. Oh my god! Like, I, I just don't feel like I'm totally creeped out. Like I have been. My in heart other was actually pounding wow. the first time I watched that scene. Mm. I was like, I, I, I really was terrified. Wow. I, I, it really grabbed me. Um, and what about the scene in, in this most recent what, in episode? The space, in space? Uh, with where the blind he, woman? Yes, with the blind with the, with the woman she with her really eyes shut. She was really weird at first, and then I just got used to her, and I'm like, actually, she's nice. <laughs> oh, and then man. I just felt like the scene, like the fact that they're in space and they're on this thing... It is theoretically scary, but for some reason, I didn't feel like an overwhelming sense of fear. <laughs> Are you kidding? I, I mean, I this don't is know. actually just hey, call me crazy. Me. Yeah, I was so I, again. I just this episode, oh, there were certain so like glued. images that didn't scare me that I didn't stylistically like very much. Like it looked. I, can't I don't know what it, I was trying to pinpoint exactly what it was about the visual that was bothering me. The visuals me. are out of control, crazy good to oh, me. They're, they're actually stunning. They're, I mean, th- I think they're uh, beautiful. What about the woman sitting on the couch and then slowly turning her head, pretty looking creepy, at him, and then slowly uh, turning away and then looking at her watch and like, I don't oh know. my god, that sequence to me was like again, my heart was. I pounding. just feel like it was a lot of the same kind of tactics that were used in the past. <laughs> What past? When have oh, you well, seen okay, something like that? Okay, Fire Walk With Me has stuff like that. Okay, Fire Walk With Me but maybe has stuff like that. But that's actually way scarier to me. Something about that, it was like, it wasn't like crazy stuff was happening on screen, but it was so scary. Like there was something really, really scary about what was happening without having to show too much. Whereas right now I feel like... too much? A little bit, yeah, I do actually. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that's what it is. I feel like it's showing too much and not feeling enough. For mm. me, for me, I don't know. I At don't know times, what it is. I get I'm what you're trying saying, to pinpoint again what I mean, but for some reason, it's just it doesn't seem to have the same impact on me as man, the other one. Man, that's a bummer. Because, I mean, especially those sequences that you, don't, not that you just, don't. That doesn't mean I'm not going to keep watching. I do want to keep watching. I am like invested in it, you know. But I also maybe part of it is that I haven't seen the last season in over ten years, mm-hmm. and I, need I did to recently kinda, watch like, it all. But yeah, it, I need but it to. still doesn't. It, I think this is the best it's been. In my opinion, this new season of Twin Peaks so far is already the cra- the craziest, the darkest, the scariest, the most intense, and mm-hmm. I think the best that the show has ever been. And I'm sure that many people would agree with you. No, I don't know about that. I, I, I actually so. I've been watching this and I've been wondering, wow, this is really not for fans of the original series. And, and I think, yeah. I, and I will say that much that if you are a huge fan of the original series, I actually think you're going to be f- very disappointed by by this new season because I think it is very different tonally. Um, but it just so happens that the way that it's different is exactly the way I wanted it to be. Like, mm-hmm. strangely enough, uh, as as much as I can gush about this show, I strongly think that this is not for everyone, and I think it's especially not for fans of the show who were hoping for a real continuation of the vibe not, of yeah. the first, uh, the first two seasons. Cause it is a l- hard right turn. But what do you mean turn, by the vibe? Is, you what do you, how do you feel that the vibe is very different? It's more Lynchian. It's, it's, it's more abstract. Um, there, yeah. there's less of a, less of a real story going on. It's well, mm-hmm. I think there's a story going on, but it's moving far slower. Um, mm-hmm. like sequences in this, uh, really are milked and drawn out for like 
10 minutes I appreciate and almost that. nothing happens but yet uh it Which is, is similar to it that. is actually moving the plot along but in a very um stag staggered way yeah but to me but, i'm so invested in those sequences but yeah well that's actually something that is similar to the previous seasons i think well like the long pauses and these kind of the way the pacing is and the sort of the yeah like the timing of the delivery of the lines mm-hmm. and definitely the sound design the sound design is yeah we can talk cool. about that um, i think it's incredible yeah I you know david totally lynch incredible. does the sound design yes that's, i just realized that tonight i've um, been looking at the credits for all the episodes so far, and he's done the sound design for these first three. It's interesting. And it's it's like incredible sound design. Almost off the bat, right when season when episode one started, it was like the sound design was very apparent to me. Like it was, and off the bat, it was almost like we jumped right into dark and scary. Oh yeah, there was no and. Th- to me, the the audio cue for that was like that low yeah. kind of low frequency drone. Yeah. Lots and of that throughout. It's a lot of that, but then he would try to it would it would briefly get contrasted by a more high pitched mm-hmm. drone, like in the more light scenes that were supposed to kind of pr- pull you back into safety for a minute. But it would just very quickly go back to that low. You know, that was just the cue. Like this is dark. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be dark. Something is bad. Something evil is behind what we're watching right oh, now. Oh, yeah, totally. But, it, very, um, it feels very evil and dark. And yeah, but the thing is, is, then I started feeling scary. like it got a little cheap <laughs> because it felt like it was happening too much. The low drone, it was just like that was their go-to thing for every mm-hmm. scene that was supposed to be really scary. And I'm like, wait, am I, I don't even know if I'm scared anymore. <laughs> it was just I got used to it. I got used to the waters. Well, I don't think that the whole thing is scary. There's obviously some lighthearted uh, scenes that are clearly played for comic relief. Yeah, and la- but even like, the not ones only that- is this the darkest it's been, but I also think that in a way it's like strangely the funniest it's been. Like, oh yeah, there's yeah. some sequences now that I find way funnier sure. than how the comedy was kind of played in right. the earlier seasons. No, I hear that, but I'm not even talking about just like the, the comic relief element. I'm talking about the maybe excessive use of the low drone and mm. the maybe excessive amount of dark scenes are kind of desensitizing me to them. Like the space scene, it was like something was happening, like all this stuff was happening in space. And yet I did, it wasn't anything also in a way. You know, it was I like nothing's happening. I, I thought that was one of the best uh, of, of it. So, well, here's what keeps happening. But it was for me. cool. It was kind of cool. No, it was cool. Here's what keeps happening for me for, for this season. I watch an episode and I'm like, holy fuck, that was crazy. And I assume that the next episode, it's going to like simmer down and, and kind of give us like, uh, it, like, it, like it won't top mm-hmm. that. And then so far, every single episode has continually brought in something new that is mm-hmm. ser- is seriously like stunning visually to me. Like it is. You don't think that some of the effects are a little budgetino? I do think that some of but the But I effect- guess that's kind of cool because that's like the aesthetic, you know? I mean, right. which is... Uh, yeah, but I guess it wasn't. See, for me, I'm it wasn't. I'm specifically talking about what? What do you? Well, okay, wait. Well, before okay. before you go off, I, I want to say that specifically, I'm talking about in this season, in this uh, episode. I mean, which you just mentioned, uh, this this space sequence, which I'm including as him entering into that room, seeing the woman with no eyes, and then that like just crazy like glitch thing that was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was incredible to me. That that was uh-huh. actually like incredible, and it's not even like it's a, an expensive effect or whatever. It's just yeah. super effective, yeah. And 
and great. And the the I thought the practical effects in that sequence looked great. I think the he sound didn't... design was incredible. Like you're hearing this rumbling of someone who's maybe going to be coming downstairs, and yeah. like you don't know what or who that is, and it's like yeah. ter- actually terrifying to me. And this woman is like warning him or trying to warn him of something, but like can't properly communicate it. That sequence to me again, my heart was fucking pounding. I was terrified like again yeah and, and i was well, like holy it. shit i can't believe that he topped these last two episodes because that sequence now is my new favorite of um, the three episodes there's a lot of practical effect i mean there is some cg that i do think doesn't yeah necessarily look great but right. i also I think, think the way it's being used is i don't know maybe it, here's the thing audience and laura you really don't have to take my opinion too intensely because for me I just feel like I maybe am forgiving some things that I don't love Mm -hmm. because in a way I feel like it maybe is just what he wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. to me, if Lynch is doing what he wants to do, it's like I'm game for it and I'm like Mm -hmm. strapping in and I'm ready for it. And like, so there's sort of this element to me that even the things that I agree with you on as far as like, oh yeah, I guess the, the effects aren't like top notch. And yeah, I forgive. I mean, I totally can forgive that myself. Yeah, That's the least of my worries here. And well, another thing I do want to mention as a potential negative, even though it hasn't really been affecting me too much, but it is certainly something worth noting is I think the acting in this is a bit all over the place. I do think most of the time it mm-hmm. is intentionally stiff uh, yeah. for the sake of this sort of like odd pacing and has resulted in some just, hilarious moments. I think it's like a highlighting an offness to everything. Yeah. Uh, and which, that's sort of scary in a way. Yeah, but I guess I'm talking... Spe- there are some scenes where the acting, the acting has actually bothered me. No. Oh, okay. Because um, like what I meant was that the acting, I think, is supposed to be kind of bad and stiff it is. Yes. to underscore that offness. Yes, yeah just the way that he directs his actors, he gets those performances and that is what he wants. No, I know, but I wonder like how he directs them. I think he is a very good director and the reason that I think that is because he gets consistently strange performances from every actor. A consistent stylized version. Yeah. I Which know, means but that what is he doing? I want to know. What does he say? He's probably just like, I need you to talk to this bush as if you're talking to to an animal. <laughs> who is stuck in a tree. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, he's probably just like giving them some strange ass fucking direction that makes no goddamn sense. And they're like, all right, sure. I'll do that shit. You I got it. Lynch. You to make out with this beaver. <laughs> no, but um, I want you to feel the prickles against <laughs> your face. As if I want you to touch my butt, <laughs> my butthole and action, <laughs> action cut. <laughs> like, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> um, no, I'm just. I think I need to keep watching. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't. So you're intrigued. So basically, you're. If I could, if I could, so much as summarize Valde. your thoughts, uh, thank thee. Um, <laughs> I would say that you feel that this is good, and you're certainly you're. You seem very interested in continuing to watch, and you're not gonna like. You're 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 in it for the long haul, but you're like tepidly. You're like you want more substance, basically. I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I want more substance, and that doesn't necessarily plot. mean plot doesn't mean more plot. It doesn't necessarily mean plot. Okay. I just want to feel something. <laughs> I'm starting to not feel anything. Wow, that's incredible. That's I feel something sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, you know, whatever whatever can bring me back into that place, 
I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying, but for me, it just, um, I am but you're, all in. You're there. I'm all you're in. You're there. I, I have been feeling shit. He's touching your sensitive he has been spot. T- he has been touching, and I felt, I have been feeling his touch. He's touching your privacy. Deep within me, I have been feeling his touch, and, okay, um, hey. and I am enjoying it quite a lot. Well, he really I'm knows his glad. way around uh, me and my body uh, <laughs> quite intimately. Me and my body. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, he, these episodes, at least for me, have continually outdone themselves in a way. There's been specific sequences in all these uh, episodes now that each of them has been better than anything I saw in the first two right. seasons. Yeah. Specifically, I'm talking about that sequence with the box and the, um, and the kids having sex and the, and like yeah. the demon kids. thing, the, the demon thing, by the way, he was hot. He was, was he? The, yeah. And he's he the one I've been thinking he about. Cute. He was mm-hmm. definitely I was excited. quite excited when he started taking off his clothes, mm-hmm. which it was immediately replaced by <laughs> an intense sense of dread that I was sure would uh, be haunting my dreams for the rest of the week. So, <laughs> haunting um, your wet dreams. <laughs> haunting my wet, that's right. <laughs> All sorts of dreams were happening from that um, shit. Um, but no, that scene, um, that scene was like the first sequence that was just, I was like, holy shit, we are here and I am, ready for this shit <laughs> actually what one other thing i do want to say is i can't actually even really believe that this is on showtime and that this got the budget that it did oh, and why? that it um because it's david lynch i don't know because this had a, a huge amount of hype behind it from just like kind of the everyman you know and i'm basing this solely off of just like me being on facebook and social mm-hmm. media and whatever and just like seeing people really excited for the the new season of twin peaks and now I'm right. watching this, and honestly, I'm like laughing to myself because I'm like, "Damn, this is not for those people." <laughs> and I've seen a lot of reactions online of like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like Twin Weeks, someone oh, someone posted, really? and and That's it just crazy. makes me laugh because I'm like, "Well, man, it's just not for you." So I mean, they just they think it's why why do people have you kind of I d- honestly haven't dug delved. into like why people are not liking it. I haven't delved too much into any reviews either way because I I think it's really kind of not constructive to even <laughs> like uh-huh. even really review which is and this includes myself as I am talking to you. <laughs> it's I like think there's no real constructive I, reason to exactly. listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, other than it's awesome. I, I just think Lynch is in a way an anomaly with the way that you can even talk about his work because I really think it works on a very specific and individual level. Which is why I mean to say that I totally see where you're coming from with things not connecting because I think it really is like an on an individual basis in a way for for his shit. And so I don't know. It's not shocking to me that people would see this as like terrible and also not shocking to me that other people would see this as fucking brilliant because I've seen both. I've seen some people think it's incredible. Some people think it's awful. See, I don't think it's either. (laughs) (laughs) Like I definitely don't think it's terrible. God, there's like way worse crap out there. But I mean, yeah, I don't think it's like so powerfully poignant or anything Mm, that mm -hmm. it really taps into something for me. Like Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, Ah, I already said what I meant. Right, okay. Just not there yet, you know? Maybe I'll get there though. Right, 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 right. Well, I can't wait to keep watching personally. Um, yeah. We should probably wrap this up. So, yeah. we Just so you guys know, we watched episodes one, two, and three mm-hmm. so far. Can't wait to watch more. We're going to watch four soon. Uh-huh. And then five and six, are they coming out this week? No. Uh, 
it's kind of boring to explain, but basically okay. one and two actually premiered on TV. Three and four are premiering on Sunday on TV. So there's five isn't coming out until next Sunday. And they're going to start releasing them just one at a time. Oh. So episode five comes out next Sunday and then six and seven each a week apart for the rest of the summer. Oh, cool. Okay. So it's wow. a slower drip from now on. Mm-hmm. They just drip. dropped four online at the same time uh-huh. uh, to kind of like wet the appetite, one could say. <laughs> to wet the dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anything else that you want to say? Um, no. Okay. Well, this thanks is... for having me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're welcome. I, I, <laughs> I thought it would be good to have a guest this week, and I thought, why not ask my friend Laura? And maybe she's be, she'd be down for a podcast. You know. Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, so this has been totally tell me. We post episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig us, share us with a friend, subscribe, and please leave a rating on iTunes. It's definitely helping us to get the word out. Our intro and outro music is by Lauren Anton. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday. A new episode of Totally Tell Me.